Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hey, y'all. Looking for a unique gift idea? Check out my book, The Humor and Birth, Stories and Insights from a Doula, for any mom in your life. She's going to receive great tips, great wisdom, tons of positive birth stories, and I promise you she'll be glad you got it for her. You can check it out on Amazon or any of my social media links. Hey, thanks for listening today to My Doula Micah. We're going to continue with part two of Dawn's journey with infertility. So at one point, um, I actually went through a huge grief process, which I I had not done prior to that. I would say it was probably about four years in. And I had one of my friends over and I can't even remember honestly what she said to me. She said something that triggered the emotional reactions. I mean, normally mm-hmm. I would try and put the facade on and yes, there were tears here and there, you know, Mother's Day is just the most heart wrenching day and Christmas and kids, kids birthday parties and such. But I, I would let it out and seep out the emotions here and there. But for some reason that day, mm. the, the grief was just full on and she was just present with me Micah and held me and was it was it was a beautiful thing but I sobbed uncontrollably and she just didn't let me go she didn't say Mm -hmm. a word she just held on to me and for some reason I truly believe that that release of that grief that I was holding on to for so long enabled me to accept that the truth may be that I may never conceive and once I was able to accept that truth I then was able to make the decision so is it more important for you to have your own child biolo- biologically or is it more important for you to be a mom? Mm-hmm. And for me, ooh, it ooh, was... Ooh, stop, stop, stop. Let everybody yeah. kind of drink that statement in for a second. Say that again and everybody just really listen. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're sitting in all of this anguish and grief and desperation, but you're now also dealing with the grief of it. And you need to ask yourself, is it more important that I have a biological child, one that has my eyes and my husband's, you know, sense of humor or whatever it might be. Is that piece more important to you? Or is it more important for you to be a mom? Because that's what you desire the most. And for me, it was because I was able to come to that acceptance place that it may never happen. Mm. Some people, they still choose to be childless. And that's where they, that's where they stay. And that's okay too. But for me, Making that decision mm-hmm. was now I know I'm coming from a place now that I'm not driven by desperation. I'm at a peaceful place, and I know that I would now choose to adopt mm. because I can't go through my life not being a mom because that's my heart's calling. Mm. There was a time, Micah, during those four years that I changed my prayer to God and I said, God, 
why did you give me this desire in my heart Mm. so strongly and intently only to deny me this? Mm. Why don't you take it away from me then? If you won't give me my child, please take away this desire. And he never did. And I know that he never did because it was his desire as well, which is why when you have a desire, the ability for that desire to become your reality Mm. is there or you wouldn't have the desire. Such a great example and picture, like this, a very intense example. But, you know, we, like you're talking about, we have desires about different things in our lives. And and more times than not, for some reason, we automatically have this idea of how it will come about. Like there's Mm -hmm. no room for it to happen. The, The fulfillment of whatever your dream is, you can't envision it happening any other way than this one particular way. And so this this part of the conversation will preach to just about anything in our lives that we long for, that we desire for. Stop and think about and ask the kind of question that Dawn asked herself, wait, what is it the most important thing? What what is what is it that I'm really wanting and longing for? What am I what am I asking for? You know that movie Into the Woods? I don't know yes. if you saw it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Best, really great example because, you know, Cinderella, the person playing her, all she wanted to do was go to the ball. My dream. I just want to go to the ball. She went to the ball. It was over. Mm-hmm. Went, went. She realizes, wait, is that really what I wanted? No, she wanted to go to a ball so she could meet the love of her life. She wanted yep. to fall in love. Yep. So she was focused on the wrong thing. She's focused on trying to get to the ball, but that doesn't, that's not necessarily where you might find the love of your life. So I'm just, again, I mm-hmm. love these moments in my podcast when, when things come to light that we can apply in our lives, whether we've dealt with, you know, the infertility process that you've dealt with, I can identify with part of your process in your life Absolutely. that's monumental because mm-hmm. I have desires, I have dreams, and am I limiting God and how he wants to bring that about? So I, I'm so Absolutely, appreciating Micah. what you're saying. Yeah, and you know, along the same lines with that, like as you said, it can relate to any life circumstance that's challenging. It's like, or not challenging, just, you know, not attaching to the specific way that it needs to unfold, yeah. you know? And when we do attach so strongly, that's where we create our suffering, you know? And that's what I did. Like my, my journey. And that's my hope in the book that I, that I write for everybody that's in the same position is that it doesn't have to be as painful as I made it be because I made it painful. I was in control of changing that. And, and I end up doing that as I'll, I'll continue on with later, but it's very true. And the point that you make, you know, even with the into the woods with the Cinderella story, it's like, Whatever that desire is that you have in your life, usually it's not the thing itself that we're looking for. It's the feeling that it gives us. Mm, So whatever that is, whether it's, you know, I want to, you know, graduate with a law degree or, you know, I want to have this amount of money in my life that I want to earn or whatever it might be. What that is the question to ask yourself. I want this because I want to, you know, acquire what feeling. And, and that's kind of where it was with the baby situation for me is, okay, so whether I biologically have a child or I adopt a child, that feeling of what it will be like to be a mom yeah. is what I'm seeking. That's what I'm really wanting. So right. that's a win that I'm, I'm still, I'm still meeting that desire that I have for myself, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
So here's the twist. So I am ready to adopt. This is four years in. And now my husband's not. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this was there another devastating moment because he oh, just said, gosh. you know, I really, you know, I got there, but that doesn't mean he was there. Right. right. right, right Two right. people on the yep, team. Yep. <laughs> so, so he says, I would really like us to continue trying naturally on our own, not doing any other things, just us trying on our own. Wow. And I, I had to go there and I had friends say to me, are you going to resent your husband if you never become a mom? Because he doesn't want to mm. at this point. And I said, you know what? I hope that I never will. I said, but here's the thing. I said, I never want to bring a child into this world that is not 100% wanted by both mm. of us. And I'm not going to twist his arm and I'm not going to play like a convincing game. It needs to be his desire just as strongly as mine. Mm. So I had my prayer groups change their prayers and their prayer was now let's help Tom's heart change towards adoption mm. so I didn't bug him two more years went by wow. <laughs> two more years went by and I just was in the flow and that's something that I wasn't doing prior to that Micah if you remember mm. I was very obsessive I was yeah. very desperate I was holding on tightly and in, in a contracted energy state you know and in this case I was just very Yes, I really wanted things to go a certain way. Like I wanted him to be in agreement to adopt, but I wasn't going to force it. You know, yeah. I was just like, let it be what it will be. And that's all I can do. Yeah. Well, one day I came home, he was sitting on his laptop, sitting on his laptop, at his laptop computer. And he's, I said, oh, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just looking up how to adopt children from Colombia. What? I know, right? Right? And I was like, really? Really? Wow. And I was like, okay, this isn't a joke, right? Like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, he, I re a couple years before that, my, my younger sister had a baby. And since I had left my job, I was able to spend a lot of time with him. I helped basically raise him a little wow. bit because she was, yeah, she was working and, and so he would see me with my little nephew, Dante, and he's, I'd say, what, I said, what changed your mind? And he said, he goes, I just see you with Dante. He's like, he goes, I've never seen this. And he's like, I've, mm -hmm. you have so much love to give. You, you have to be a mom. And I said, yes, I do feel like I need, and I have to be a mom because that's just who I am. Mm -hmm. And I said, but what about you? Is that what you want? Mm -hmm. And he said, absolutely. I want this. And he said, I'm so ready for this stage now. And but what's really interesting is we actually looked into embryo adoption first. I don't know if you're okay. familiar with that. Embryo adoption. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. So these the women that have, you know, done in vitro and they still have frozen embryos and they're not sure what they're going to do with them. Um, they can actually, you know, adopt them out. Wow. And I like the idea of this because, I mean, let me just give you this picture, Micah. I'd be one of those people that would be in front of my mirror, mirror and put like pillows underneath my shirt. And what would I look like pregnant? <laughs> I, yeah, you know, like I wanted to experience the whole process. Like I, even if there was morning sickness and all, you know, I'm like, yeah. I, I want to be able to experience everything. I want to be able to nurse the baby. I want to, you know, be able to get that ultrasound and all of those pieces. So yeah, when we looked into that, the success rate for someone my age, because at this point now, I was mm. 43. So 
So for someone my age was like 16%. Wow. And yeah, so for me to be able to carry the baby and for mm-hmm. it, you know, because that, that embryo has to implant and attach and it's foreign, you know, the whole thing. And now a word from our sponsors. Face it, shaker bottles suck. Your protein shakes always come out clumpy and you look like an idiot using the thing. That's why I decided to ditch the shaker bottle for good and get myself a blend jet Two portable blender. It makes perfectly blended protein shakes in just 20 seconds. Blend jet Two is portable. So you can even blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothing without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15 blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. With over 30 colors and patterns to choose from, I chose lavender. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and grab yours today. Be sure to use your promo code doula12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code doula12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? I was shocked to learn that even mild hydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, and brain fog. But luckily, there's a solution. Cure. Today, Cure is on a mission to help people stay hydrated and feel their best without compromising on quality, taste, or sustainability. Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they use only the highest quality plant-based ingredients and avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on the website and packaging, and they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. Ready to combat dehydration? Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use code DULA for 20% off your order. Did you know that you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird started experimenting with his morning ritual almost two decades ago. He found that when he started adding fats to his morning cup like coconut oil, he had amazing energy throughout the rest of his day. He gradually perfected his recipe for an epic cup of fuel and began sharing it with his friends in the surf community. They've got functional superfood creamers, 
instant lattes, and prebiotic greens. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use your promo code doula at checkout to save 15% of your purchase today. Are you tired of the same old boring puzzles? Mix things up with Wongo puzzles. Each puzzle is a custom design with intricate patterns and whimsical shapes that will keep you engaged for hours. Plus, their eco-friendly materials and commitment to sustainability make Wongo puzzles a guilt-free way to unwind. They are 100% wooden puzzles that last forever. Each piece is hand-drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun, whimsy pieces as you work through it. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. With stunning designs and unique shapes, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. What are you waiting for? Go to wongopuzzles.com and pick your puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code DULA to get 10% off your order. This is the most fun you've had with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to wongopuzzles.com and use the code DULA to get your 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. My husband was like, I know that you want this so badly. He's like, but I really think that the emotional uh-huh. um, turmoil, if this doesn't, if you don't oh hold gosh. the baby and right. you lose the baby, we, are, we will have a much more certain chance if we just full on adopt a baby. So that was the decision that we made, Micah. And the interesting part with that, with that was that's its own area to navigate with you know, adopting, like oh, yeah. it's a whole new world yep. basically. And there's a lot of shady things that happen in the baby buying world and mm. all of that. I had a few referrals that I called for agencies. The first two that I called NICA were very negative towards me and wow. because of our ages. So at this point I'm 43 and my husband is 58. Oh my gosh. Now, I mean, being the age that we are now, I'm thinking to myself, are you kidding me? That's not a deficit. That is a 100% plus for this child, y'all's age. I mean, that is so bizarre to me that they would think that's a negative thing. Are you kidding? Golly. Yes. The first two agencies were like that. They were like, look, you got to understand that Mm. our birth mothers are 16, 18 years old. They could be your children. So they look at you as grandparents to this child. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. that so is their perspective. Yeah, like oh, we're 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 you know matching ourselves up with grandparents here. Mm. Now the third agency, when I called them, I kind of you know went went for it full on from the get go, and I said, mm. you know, is this going to be an issue with her age? And she was like, absolutely not. She Good. said, actually, we have a lot of birth mothers who like the emotional and financial stability of couples who have who are older and also have had stability in their marriage for yeah, a period of time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, um, so she said, and our average, this is so interesting, our average wait time to be matched is nine months to a year. Wow. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty quick because I was like, it oh my is. gosh, it's not going to be like three years, you know, it's foreign adoptions. I mean, we looked into those too, but yeah. you can't get infants. And I so much was like, I'm probably only having one child and I really want it to be a newborn. I want every mm-hmm. stage of that baby's life, you know, because mm-hmm. usually it's like nine months or older when you do the foreign adoption. So. Yes. yes. Um, 
So anyway, we signed on with this agency and we were matched. We signed on in December and we were matched in March. And this, yeah, this, this, this was a phenomenal um, match. So she was pregnant at this time. And she said, um, we, we basically had a trial phone call to see if we, you know, like each other Mm -hmm. and we were both in agreement. So we moved forward with it. She was, it was March and then the baby was going to be due in September. Um, and so what they ended up saying was, look, you know, you're going to have regular phone calls with the birth mother and you'll get to know each other through these months. You're going to be expected to go out and see her. And she was from Texas where you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so she said, they're like, we want you to meet the birth mother. So the first time that you're meeting her is not during the delivery. For sure. So we went out and did that. And then, you know, we um, went out for the birth and, um, our little girl, who we named Faith, was wow. born on September 13th, 2010. She's 12 years old now. Wow. So exciting. Yeah. What so a sweet excited. story. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah. And they're very, I have to say, Texas is very adoption friendly in the hospitals. Mm. They are, they are fabulous. My husband was able to cut the umbilical cord Aww. and we have an open adoption. So, yeah. I mean, I'm in contact with the birth mother. It's, it's been a, she's my angel, basically. I'm, I'm just like amazed with her. She's just, for mm. someone, she was 21 years old at the time. And for someone to be able to have that wherewithal at that age, cause she, you know, really didn't have a relationship with safe birth father it was a one night stand kind of thing and she was going to abort the baby and she said you know but then I had second thoughts she said because there's so many couples out there that can't have their own yeah and she's gonna make her problem go away right yeah yeah, totally and yeah she's just my forever angel because she made me a mom (laughs) so So, yeah so sweet. And, yeah. and, and for all of you that are listening, you know, one of the things I love about this is um, when we think about infertility, we think about somebody going through IVF. If we're, if we're, you know, maybe highlighting a day or a month, you know, bringing awareness to that. Oftentimes what we hear is this, a, a certain type of success story. And, and most of these stories that we are hearing, which are amazing is, oh, and I finally got pregnant. Right. And I had that baby that I wanted that that's typically what we're hearing, but, but it's also super important for all of us to know and to hear those stories that are successful, but in a completely different way, speak to what you do as a coach and a little bit more about your book. Ah, yes. So my, my book that came to be is, as you mentioned, it's called free to conceive and it just launched this month. So it's, Congrats. it's new. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And honestly, this book is just from my heart to all of these people that are suffering and longing to become moms but haven't yet. And it's a book that I wish that would have been out there because when I was going through it, I was just, as you know, so desperate to become mm-hmm. one. And the emotional pain, I've never experienced pain, like literally like feeling like your heart is breaking for six years. That's what it felt like. So I really wanted to be able to put something out there that could help people. Not that this book is not like your typical, like, okay, I just want to support you during a tough time. And um, I have a similar story. So I want to show you that I'm compassionate. Sure. That's part of it. But the crux of the book is basically 
teaching, it's a, it's a teaching and it's a personal transformation book because the transformation that mm-hmm. the reader is going to go through is going to put them in position to not only maximize their chances of conceiving, but once they do have that motherhood dream come true, they're going to be set up to be the best mother they can because yeah. of the personal growth that they've done. Medical experts say that if your body is healthy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, it is capable of conceiving. However, the physical aspect is typically all that's considered. Mm-hmm. When the mind and body connection is so interconnected and it affects each one another in such profound ways mm-hmm. that how do we leave that out of the equation? Yeah. We can't. Yeah. So that's basically what this book does. And I have um, an approach that I use called the five point star approach. And every point of the star is a potential barrier that is holding the woman back, yeah. potentially the man too, but you know, I'm speaking mostly to the women, sure. um, a potential barrier that is holding them back from being able to conceive mm-hmm. it's what's keeping them out of alignment so basically all five points of these star is gone into in depth in the book and there's reflections and um, prompts at the end of the chapters to really personalize it to your situation so you can see where do i need to work with this particular point of the star that's going to get me into a more balanced aligned place mm-hmm. so that i've created the conditions for conception to be there yeah and as far as the coaching goes, I'm I'm there if you want to do this at a deeper level because sometimes we're not able to see what we can't see in right, ourselves, you know. Right. And maybe you take this book and you're like, okay, I know that I need to work on my mindset, but one of the points of the star is story, and it's it's the mindset that we have, it's the belief system we have, and how it limits us, mm-hmm. and how it plays into our emotions and our actions and our results. So sometimes so you really can't see what are the beliefs that I'm really having and, and how do I shift them so that they serve me better and move me in the direction of the goal that I want, yeah. you know? So really that's what my coaching is about. I'm, I'm considered the fertility angel. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. And that is my website, yourfertilityangel.com. So if somebody wants to learn more, um, just to learn more about the book, they can order the book there or if they, um, want to see there's a free consultation that you can you know um, join me on a call for to just talk things through and and see if we're a fit and see if that's something that you um, would want to pursue for yourself or not but the bottom line is I just want to be that person like if somebody was able to sit me down and say this is what you were doing Dawn that was getting in the way mm-hmm. you just didn't know that you were getting in your own way at yeah, that yeah. point and I just want to be that person for them Wonderful. Wonderful. What a great resource, you guys. Um, Please check Don's website out. And yeah, if you're listening and you know someone that is struggling um, with infertility, going through IVF, um, or has, you know, is considering adoption or, you know, going back and forth with how do I want to do this, please share this podcast episode. It is, listening to podcasts is a great way to learn. Um, It's a great way to bless and help someone else. And so please share this if you know of someone that could really benefit from this. I also have a couple of other episodes that have talked about uh, this topic in a little bit of a different way. One of them is called Let's Doula This. I've got two doulas on. One is a postpartum doula, Doula Darcy. 
And then the other one is a natural fertility doula. And she shares her story and has turned it into a business of really focusing on some things that maybe the medical community is not focusing on as much. And so her name is Adrian Cook um, and it's the empowered womb. And then I also have a client um, who came and shared her story. It's a two-parter. Becca is her name and um, her, her journey with infertility and uh, part one is Becca's birth story, joy in the journey. And then part two is called do it with a doula. And she shares her experience. And I, I I'm mentioning those because I think as we talked about earlier, Dawn, this is not, this topic is not being talked about enough. So my assumption is that there are many of you that are listening that are currently dealing with this yourself, or you definitely know someone who is, and I just want you to, to hear more positive things so that you can deal with what you're dealing with in a, in a healthier way. I love that you're saying that, Micah. That's wonderful. And, you know, I just want to say, too, kudos to you, Micah, for what you do. I mean, the fact that you have this podcast and and your coaching that you do, I know the work that goes into this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I I just want to highlight you with this. And I, I feel like, you know, when you said you can learn so much from podcasts, let me tell you, I have learned so much from podcasts. So much from books, so much from webinars, from yeah. from some of the better free out there, and that knowledge is what really inspired me to put the book out in the first place. Because I felt like, okay, I I have this knowledge that I know that I can help people with, and if I don't do something with it, what if those people didn't? I wouldn't have learned it to be able to apply it to my life and make my life better. So I felt like. It was almost like I owed it as part of paying it forward from all of the learning that I've acquired through these years, through these last 18 years. So you're one of those people doing it. And I just applaud you for that because a lot of times we sit back and we we think we want to do things and we we don't, you know, take the plunge. And I'm just grateful for the people that do so that the rest of us all can learn and, and make a difference in our lives in a positive way. Oh, I really appreciate that. And I am so, so thankful. Um, feel so blessed Dawn to have you on our show today. And wow, I'm, I'm just super confident that many people are going to benefit and be blessed as well from hearing this episode. As I said before, please share this episode, um, with anybody that you think would benefit from it. And thank you for joining Dawn and I today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to My Doula Micah. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at My Doula Micah. We can also get connected at MyDoulaMicah.com. If you're interested in checking out my book, the link to The Humor in Birth, Stories and Insights from a Doula can be found on all of these social platforms. Be sure to share and subscribe. I'll be here next week, so please be sure to join me again. And this podcast was produced by Rogue Media Network. This has been a Rogue Media Network 